now it's time for the second ever Sportsline DFS podcast. Hope Monday night was profitable for you. Hope you're not a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Welcome to the show, everybody. Adam Azer, Heath Cummings, and Mike McClure. So, how was Monday night for you? Was it profitable? Well, I think Mike's going to say something different than I am, but it was so-so. I would have liked Monday night a lot more if that uh, Toronto game hadn't gone into overtime. Really killed the whole idea of fading DeMar DeRozan, and <laughs> I didn't have a huge chunk of that game, and uh, a lot of good lineups did. I had a pretty good night, uh, but it was really due to just the value guys that I was on really hit pretty well. Uh, Davis Bertans for the San Antonio Spurs gave me 39.5 DraftKings points, which really helped. Uh, and he was only 3,500 over on FanDuel also. Uh, Denzel Valentine, I was pretty heavy on him. He ended up with 39.5 DraftKings points as well. Uh, and then Chris Paul, Steph Curry both had 50, so uh, it was a pretty good night yeah. for me overall, especially on DraftKings. Yeah, pretty good. And and the lineup that we gave out on the show yesterday, the FanDuel one did not finish in the top 50% of the contest I was in, so that was a loser. But the DraftKings one did cash, so one for two. One for two so far. We'll track that. Uh, it's a much different day today. Last night we had eight games. Today we have four games we got Orlando at Dallas, Sacramento at the Lakers, Miami at Toronto, Portland at Oklahoma City. None of these have extremely high totals either, so definitely a different type of slate. How do you guys approach a four-game slate? We're going to get into this quite a bit, I think, but the the, the huge news is that we're without – I mean, not only is it a four-game slate, but Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry both not going to play – opens up a ton of usage and value on both of those teams. And with this being a four-game slate, normally you look at it and you see Russell Westbrook is the only player on FanDuel that's over $9,300. I would just say, and I will say, Russell Westbrook is an autoplay. That makes it difficult, though, because you can only play so many guards, and most of the value is at guard as well. Yeah, this is an interesting slate. Like like Heath said there, this is a slate normally where you lock in Russell Westbrook and do not think about it. He's absolutely a must-play in probably 9 out of 10 times here when you have a four-game slate. Right. It's that expensive relative to the rest of the field. Uh, but I don't believe that he's a must-play tonight because of the value at guard. So okay. I'm going to echo exactly what Heath said. So who are the must-plays then? Let's get to our must-play of the day, Heath. I'm going with Russell Westbrook. It's a four-game slate. Normally, we can have a pretty good argument about who should be the highest scoring player on the slate. And maybe DeMar DeRozan, maybe CJ McCollum have one of those out-of-this-world games and they match Westbrook. I don't think so, though. Westbrook's a guy that I expect somewhere north of 60 fantasy points tonight from. And I don't see anybody else on the slate that can give me that. I don't want to try to make up those points on a four-game slate. I'm playing Westbrook. Okay. Mike, who's your must-play of the day? Uh, give me DeMar DeRozan. Uh, the reason here for DeRozan is, like Heath just said, there aren't many players that can match Westbrook, but DeRozan is the guy that I think has a good chance at doing that. He's going to play 40 minutes in this game, most likely, with Kyle Lowry out, uh, but really the usage is what we're looking at here. DeRozan's usage rate increases by 10% with Kyle Lowry off the floor, all the way to 42.1%, uh, which is pretty ridiculous and should rival Westbrook and probably be higher than Russell Westbrook's usage tonight. Uh, so I like DeMar DeRozan. Just give me that cost savings knowing that there's a lot of value at point guard. So yesterday I did use both of the must plays of the day. I used Chris Paul and Lou Williams. But that was an eight-game slate. Can we do that? Can we use Russell Westbrook and DeMar DeRozan uh, in, in our in our lineups? They're both pretty I will, expensive. I will probably have both in all of my lineups tonight. 
Really? Right, you can, can do both. Off. I will not have both, most likely, in my FanDuel lineup. I absolutely will have both in my DraftKings lineup. Okay. Then you know what? I'll just split the difference, and I'll do that as we uh, make our lineup on the air. That's, which... not, that's not splitting the difference. That's doing what Mike said and not what I said. There's no, let, let, There's let, no, no let's let's do a build on FanDuel that has Westbrook and DeRozan. Let's do it. Okay, okay. There now we're splitting. That's also the, not splitting the yes. difference. That's just doing what I said. <laughs> no, because you both said it. So there we go. So Westbrook and DeRozan. We start with them. Stay away of the day, Heath. I'll go with Carmelo Anthony. He's the stay away of my career, <laughs> and I've been wrong before on Carmelo Anthony, but most of this year. He's just not the same guy. There's not the same opportunity. You look at his game log on FanDuel, and you have a hard time finding a game where he scored more than 31 FanDuel points. In fact, you have to go all the way back to the middle of December. He hasn't topped 40 since December the 9th. It's been a month. I don't think that changes tonight. Power forward is a terrible position. I would understand if you wanted to play Melo just because you couldn't find anybody else that you even wanted to consider. It's still a mistake. Okay. Stay he, away from Melo. He's 6,300. Uh, yeah, but he says, Which is low no, for him. Right. It's not a bad not price. Low enough. <laughs> not, not enough. Um, and it's low, but he's the second highest priced power forward on FanDuel and uh, fifth, no, uh, fourth on DraftKings. Now let's just hope the game doesn't go to overtime and he scores 10 go. points and grabs three rebounds in overtime. <laughs> okay, Mike, what do you got uh, for the stay away of the day? Uh, I actually had Carmelo Anthony as my stay away oh. of the day coming into this also. Uh, you know, it is kind of tough to stay away from just because, like we just said, it's so – power forward is brutal on FanDuel today. Right. Uh, but I will be staying away from Carmelo Anthony unless something wild happens here where we get some news or have another injury that, uh, you know, on the Oklahoma City team that allows me to have a little more interest in Carmelo. But right now I'm staying away. I'm – and I'll – since – since he said that, I'll just say this isn't necessarily not liking this player, but I will be staying away from Paul George tonight, especially on FanDuel at least. Um, and it, it will come down to just because of the value and the usage has been created at the shooting guard position and wanting to play Russell Westbrook, it's too hard to get Paul George in your lineup. Paul George, 8,300 on FanDuel and 7,800 on DraftKings. All right, so we've got Russell Westbrook and DeMar DeRozan as must-plays. We have Carmelo Anthony as stayaways, and a, a nominee for stayaway of the day is Paul Jordan, a, a runner-up, I guess we'll call him. So I'm not going to do this every show. I'm not going to just try to throw subscriptions at our listeners. But as we are new, I do want you to get acquainted with Sportsline.com. You can go on there now and just kind of check it out and peruse. But you need a membership to really take advantage of it. And Mike McClure, tell them what they've won if they sign up for a Sportsline membership. You sign up for Sportsline, you're going to get computer simulations for every game of every major sport. You're also going to get expert picks from a number of experts that we have that are picking all of those sports. You're going to get DFS lineups and advice from myself. Uh, that's where the real value here is going to come in from this show. You're going to you know, listen to me on the show here, but you're also going to be able to subscribe to Sportsline and get my optimal lineups. You can check in 20, 30 minutes before lineups lock going to get to play along, play exactly what I'm playing in my contests. Uh, and like I said, it's just a great value for 10 bucks a month. Absolutely. All right, so that's sportsline.com. Go ahead and sign up and uh, follow us on Twitter at Heath Cummings Senior, at Heath Cummings SR. I screwed up Mike's Twitter handle yesterday. Yep. Mike5754, is it? That is correct. Okay, I think I left that one of the fives or one of the fours or something what? like that. How did the guy that you actually tagged react? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't react? He must have been very confused. 
Uh, Mike at, at Mike set five seven five four, and I am at Adam Azer A I Z E R. I am not in tomorrow, so Heath will be hosting tomorrow. Chris Towers will be on. He's at C Towers CBS. Uh, so what's the depth like? Power forward really bad tonight. Which position has a lot of depth? Oh, it's got to be point guard, I think. With, oh yeah. Uh, Kyle Lowry and Damian Lillard both out. Uh, you know, you've got guys like Elf Payton, Lonzo Ball. They still do have upside in their matchups tonight. Uh, so point guard by far the deepest position. And power forward and center are both absolutely awful. Okay. I don't really want anything to do with either one of them. <laughs> well, you have to, Heath. I don't have a choice. Right. Um, and there are some centers you can play. Um, I just don't like it. It's not as bad as power forward, but power forward's pretty awful. Shooting guard might be deep. I've just not found out because I can't get past the top two names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DeRozan and McCollum? It's DeRozan and McCollum. Yeah, I think that, uh, that's where every build needs to start tonight on FanDuel. Uh, well, guess who just made my FanDuel lineup? What about on DraftKings? Are we into CJ McCollum? Uh, I am actually avoiding, not avoiding, oh, I don't have CJ McCollum currently in the DraftKings lineup. Right. Uh, taking a little more of a stars and scrubs approach over there and he's just kind of lost in the mid-range. Well, and the, the thing is, like on DraftKings, or on FanDuel, you're forced to play mm-hmm. two shooting guards. Mm-hmm. So McCollum and DeRozan's pretty easy. There's a lot of value available at point guard, and we'd kind of like to have Westbrook. So on DraftKings, you have the ability to play one of the cheap point guards at point guard, one of the cheap point guards at guard, and then Westbrook at utility. And there's not really room for McCollum. So it's just it's it's the way you build on the two different sides okay. that makes Mike not want to play Westbrook on FanDuel, and neither one of us want to play McCollum on DraftKings. So we'll go through the news now. We've basically touched on it, but if you want to just give specifically – um, well, before we do that, uh, is there a general rule of how many studs and, and how many are there tonight anyway and, and how many that you want? I'd say three. Yeah, I, w- I agree with that. There it's, are three uh, studs? D- Westbrook, McCollum, and DeRozan? Yeah. Okay, and they're not price-like studs other than Westbrook. He's at 11800 He's the only one over 9300 on FanDuel. And uh, he is 11500 the by far the most expensive player on DraftKings as well. So very different type of slate than what we saw last night. So Damian Lillard out. Who who wins here in fantasy? Shabazz Napier, for sure. I think that, uh, you know, outside of DeMar DeRozan, I think Shabazz Napier is one of my must plays of the day. I think that he's someone you're going to need exposure to on this slate. Uh, as I really think that he's going to have to play well for uh, for Portland here tonight. Just looking at FanDuel, we expect him to play 33-plus minutes tonight. He's played at least 30 minutes. Um, what, five of his last ten? He's put up 37.5, 29, 45, 35, and 40. So when he's played minutes, he's giving you production. He's going to play a ton of minutes tonight. Okay, Shabazz Napier is in my lineup. Kyle Lowry out for tonight's game. Who wins? Uh, DeLon Wright. It's going to be a nearly identical situation to Shabazz Napier. Uh, they're priced identically on FanDuel. They both have, uh, by my calculation, 0.93 fantasy points per minute on FanDuel this season. Uh, so you're looking at it, like I said, a very similar situation. The only difference here is the Toronto Raptors are on a back-to-back. Wright did play a few minutes last night, too. Um, but I, I like DeLon Wright a lot tonight, too. Yeah, and I would, again, DeLon Wright's somebody I'm going to play on DraftKings, but because on FanDuel and DraftKings, my commitment to play Russell Westbrook, I'm playing Napier, I'm playing Westbrook, there's no there's no room for Wright. It's not that I don't like him, I just like Napier better. So you think you can use both, you, so you think you could use 
Westbrook, Napier, and Wright on DraftKings using the guard I think you have spots. to. I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's a you can. I think it's a you have to tonight. <laughs> okay. And the other person who wins here is DeMar DeRozan, who we've, we've already spoken about. Right. And he'll yep. be in a lot of lineups. So by now, if you're making a lineup, you should have Russell Wilsbrook, Russell, Russell Westbrook, Shabazz Napier, DeMar DeRozan, and then possibly DeLon Wright, depending on if you're on DraftKings. Yes, on DraftKings, and then no on FanDuel. Uh, alright. So that makes sense so far? Yeah, but other, other guys real quick that are gonna benefit there too. Also, you gotta look at Jonas and, uh, Serge Ibaka. I think yep. both of those guys are really gonna benefit. Just in, you know, there's gonna be a little extra usage. The minutes are gonna be a little more secure. Uh, so I like both of those guys for Toronto. And I would expect we'll see Evan Turner handling the ball a lot more for Portland. He's just $4,000 a small forward. We're going to need to save some money somewhere. So uh, Evan Turner, a little extra usage for him as well. Okay. Uh, and then George Hill and Frank Mason are both questionable tonight. They're facing the Lakers. The Kings are facing the Lakers. Who could potentially be a, a value play for the Kings? Uh, it would be De'Aaron Fox for sure. If uh, both of those guys were ruled out, Fox would play 35 minutes. Uh, Buddy Heald would you know, probably start again and probably have pretty good minutes, pretty good usage. He wasn't very productive last night, uh, but he would benefit quite a bit there if those guys were both out. I almost hope that Hill and Mason just rest for another night. I don't really want De'Aaron Fox muddying up the waters too much, but because he's going to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get uh, let's get into it here. We go. Yesterday we did games. We previewed the games. Today we're going to look at positions uh, instead yep. of the four games. And I think we've made it pretty clear at point guard who we like. We, uh, we like Russell Westbrook. We like Shabazz Napier. And we like DeLon Wright. But what else do you uh, – how else are you feeling about this point guard group? Well, I think you need to look at Lonzo Ball and Alfred Payton. Uh, you know, these guys aren't going to be guys you're going to be using in your top one, two, or three lineups. But if you're playing multiple lineups tonight and are looking to take down tournaments, uh, I think that – you know, having one of those guys mixed in there isn't a bad idea. If, you know, in the rare case where Napier and DeLon Wright both bust, uh, having Westbrook and Ball or Westbrook and Peyton together could be something that gets you to the top of the leaderboard in a tournament tonight. And then another thing I'll say is if you go, if, if you're wanting to go dirt cheap at point guard and you're wanting to be contrarian, there is an outside chance or, or a non-zero chance, as we like to say, Fred Van Vliet could Really, if he gets going, it wouldn't be all that surprising to see him see the same number of minutes as Delon Wright, uh, which gives you just a little pause about Wright. I still think Wright's the much better play, but Van Fleet's $1,200 less, and I mean, it'd, it'd just take one good run for him in a game like this. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, I don't think you can use him on FanDuel, really. I don't, I don't see any yeah. scenario in which you do, but I think he can be used on DraftKings, and I think you can use him with DeLon Wright and Napier and Westbrook if you want to. <laughs> uh, because I think that, you know, he's going to play 20 to 25 minutes in right. this game, no matter how DeLon Wright plays. And so what about, I like him a lot. What about the kind of mid-range group, the Goran Dragic, Berea, Dennis Smith, De'Aaron Fox, Tyler Johnson group? And Dragic uh, is by far the most expensive in that group, but still there's sort of tweeners here between the Alfred Payton, Lonzo Ball, and DeLon Wright, Shabazz Napier range i think you have to look at the uh dallas mavericks there with jj bray and dennis smith jr uh they're going to have a nice bump and pace of play tonight against orlando orlando isn't very efficient defensively uh so i think both of those guys do deserve a look in tournaments it's just very difficult to justify paying for them over dawn Wright and shabazz napier tonight okay and uh that's we're mostly using fanduel prices here so let's go over to shooting guard 
And CJ McCollum, Heath, you like him a lot? Oh, it's, it's DeRozan and McCollum. We're going to see McCollum's usage spike out of this world with Lillard out of the game. And so he's going to be like a point guard and a shooting guard all wrapped into one, and he's $1,800 less than DeRozan. So, yeah, they're they're both elite plays. It makes it difficult to look at anyone else at the position. They're such a good place. All right. Well, then humor me, I guess. Four guys who are between 5,300 and 6,000 on FanDuel are Fournier, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Wesley Matthews, and Dion Waiters. He's questionable, by the way. Or he's we're out. Supposed he's, be, we're supposed to be humoring him. I, I will, well, yeah, Dion Waiters he's is out, out so out. I will not take Dion Waiters. Yeah. Uh, give me KCP. Um, he's allowed to play in every game. It is a California game, so he'd be fine either way. Right. Uh, so give me KCP in that spot. Okay. Any, and then I know you like Buddy Heald as a sub 5,000 value, right? Only if Mason and George Hill are both out. Right. Okay, so let's not complicate this, okay? It's it's DeMar DeRozan and CJ McCollum are guys we really like. At shooting guard, <clears throat> small forward. So Paul George is 8,300 tonight. How do you feel? Uh, you, you, Heath, you said earlier, not really. Yeah, I don't mind Paul George at 8,300. I don't think that's a terrible price at all. I don't think it's an awful spot. It's just with the way this slate is constructed and just being four games and the fact that I know I want to play DeRozan and McCollum, it makes it really difficult to play George, too. See, I'm a little different than you are here on this. I don't mind Paul George. I, I actually kind of like him, but I'll give you the scenario in which you should play him. Where you should play Paul George tonight is on FanDuel if you're deciding to not pay up for Russell Westbrook. Sure. If you're going to lock in DeLon Wright and Shabazz Napier at point guard, right? I think you should absolutely go lock in Paul George at small forward. Okay. Okay. Good. So that that's something that I think that you should do. Like I said, that, so for that reason, I don't think that I can say that I would fade Paul George tonight. Right. I think he's a fine play. I think he's got a pretty high floor in this game. Other options at small forward. Before I even you know run down the list, is there anybody that stands out to you guys? We haven't really talked much about the small forward position. Someone you like tonight? Uh, my favorite small forward play on FanDuel is Josh Richardson. Uh, he's fifty six hundred, so he gives you a little bit of salary relief if you're playing Westbrook. And he has been pretty much on fire here lately. He's been over 30 FanDuel points in five of his last six, six of his last eight. And he's been closer to 40 in a lot of those. Yeah, Josh Richardson, definitely a guy that I've got my eye on here. Uh, I love the trend that we're seeing here playing more minutes. Uh, he's getting close to the uh, almost the Jimmy Butler level of uh, right. minutes here. Uh, so I like uh, Josh Richardson a lot. I think he's someone you should probably lock into your FanDuel lineups tonight. Are there any... Real cheap options here. Evan Turner is my, my favorite value. Yeah, Evan Turner is my favorite value play as well. Uh, 4,000. You know, maybe Mario Hazonia, but it looks like Jonathan Simmons is going to play. He went through shoot-around for Orlando, so uh, as expected there. In, you know, if there's a setback and he doesn't play, I think Hazonia is maybe worth a look. Uh, but if you're looking for value, it's got to be Evan Turner. So basically, at small forward, you're playing Josh Richardson. And then if you don't play Westbrook, you play Paul George. If you do play Westbrook, you play Evan Turner on FanDuel. It's that easy. I, I will say that you could also look at Harrison Barnes. The only reason I can say that is Harrison Barnes, he's going to be playing up in pace against the Orlando Magic. And Barnes has one of the lowest standard deviations of any player on the slate tonight. So, you you know, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Right. You know exactly what you're going to get with Harrison Barnes, and that's going to be 28 to 34 fantasy points here. He's not going to score 60 fantasy points. He's probably not going to score 10 or 15, which is nice. 
Uh, so if you're looking to round out your cash game lineups, I don't think Harrison Barnes is a bad choice at all. Okay. He's 7,000 on DraftKings. Harrison Barnes is 6,800 on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings, Aaron Gordon is the most expensive small forward at 8,600. Paul George is 7,800. Does that change anything for you guys? George being cheaper and Gordon? I'm going to play George on DraftKings for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally probably won't play either of them on, uh, DraftKings, but I do, I, I do think that I would prefer Paul George in that spot. Okay. But if we're talking FanDuel, I would prefer Aaron Gordon. Just because the position is so weak. And it's, see, that's the thing, like, it is really weak. We're approaching this from different directions because he's thinking he's not going to play Westbrook on FanDuel and I'm thinking I am. Right. So I'm not really even considering Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. because I look at center and we'll get there in a minute, but I can't find a value at center that yep. is palatable. So I'm going to have to pay up at center. I need some cheap power forwards. Okay, and Gordon is just power forward eligible on uh, on FanDuel. Right. right. Whereas he's small forward eligible as well on DraftKings. All right, so uh, let's go to power forward then. <laughs> what do we do here? And I guess that this is the Russell Westbrook conundrum. And I guess if you're really struggling at power forward or at center and you have Westbrook in your lineup, then maybe you go the Napier-Delon Wright route and free up some money. But Heath, you're going to give us an option of keeping Westbrook at point guard and doing what at power forward? Uh, praying. <laughs> lots, lots of lots of praying. There are multiple cheap power forward options that I like tonight. There, none of them are what you would call safe. Um, Dwight Powell, before his last game, was on a very nice run of production off the bench. For some reason, he just played 14 minutes in his last game. But he is somebody that doesn't necessarily need a ton of minutes. I don't usually like starting bench players very much. But Powell is somebody that doesn't need a lot of minutes because he gets rebounds, he gets some defensive stats. Powell's just 4,400 on FanDuel. Same type of thing for Larry Nance. Maybe only gets you 17, 18, 22 minutes, but he's pretty reliable at getting you 20-plus FanDuel points at a relatively cheap price. I wonder, Sacramento, on a back-to-back, if we see more minutes from Scalabissier. Uh, especially with Zebo just coming back last night, playing last night, Lebissier uh, in that same mold as the other two. And then if you just want to be boring, but you want to feel a little bit safer and hopefully a little more usage because Lillard's out, you can go Alpha Rukamino. Okay. Now on FanDuel, Russell Westbrook averages 53.4 points per game. And Aaron Gordon averages 35.3. That's, it's an 18 point difference. Or, or is it 19? What was it again? 18. Yep. Um, so just keep that in mind. What do you recommend at power forward, Mike? Uh, the first guy I'm going to, um, I'm going to say I'm going to lock him in and that's going to be Serge Ibaka. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it's not a great matchup for him, uh, when you've got guys like James Johnson and Hassan Whiteside on the floor, but the combination of price, you know, consistency, a little upside with Kyle Lowry being out. I think that I'm going to be locking in Serge Ibaka. I think that uh, this is a pretty good spot for him. You know, he flashed some upside again last night. There was an overtime game, put up 47 FanDuel points. Uh, but he's really been pretty consistent outside of a poor game against Oklahoma City. Uh, he's been really good for the last month. So Ooh. I like uh, Serge Ibaka for sure. And then I also have some interest in Aaron Gordon. Okay. So moving on to center. We've got Dwight Powell and Larry Nance are the cheap options that he gave. And then Serge Ibaka... Aaron Gordon, you can look at them. Good, good value tonight in, uh, or, or just ability to play really well for Gordon in Fandle and DraftKings. Now, on to center. 
What are we doing about center? Mike, I'll start with you. I'm uh, going to stick with Toronto. I'm, I'm, looks like I'm going to be maxing out with four Toronto players, <laughs> and I'm going to be playing big Jonas. Jonas Valanciunas tonight. I think he's going to be in a good spot. I think he's going to have to play some good minutes with kind of the way that uh, Miami matches up here. So I, I think it's Jonas for me at 5,500. I think he's a good option. I also I think it's pretty safe to just play Whiteside on the opposite side of that matchup. And he has not been that reliable, but similarly, I think you'll see he and Valanciunas on the, on the court a lot tonight. Were you able to do a Russell Westbrook, Hassan Whiteside lineup, Heath? Uh, yeah, I've got one right now. Interesting. Okay. Um, so you, you and I must have different, you have DeRozan in there too? I have DeRozan and McCollum. Wow. So, what? I, the- I told you, the plan at power forward is just pray. <laughs> Do you want me to just give you this lineup now? Uh, yeah, I guess, cause I'm sure we have very similar players, but the front courts are very different. I've got Westbrook and Napier at point guard. McCollum and DeRozan at shooting guard. I I've have the jo- same exact thing. Ru- Westbrook, Napier, DeRozan, McCollum. Uh, small forward, I've got Josh Richardson and Evan Turner. Okay, I have the same exact thing. So that's three spots left where, alright. White side at, white side at center. Okay. Dwight Powell. And Scal at power forward. Oh, okay. I will say that I like Dwight Powell quite a bit here. Looking through some of his game logs here, one thing that seems to be the trend when he's getting more minutes is when the Dallas Mavericks are playing a little up in pace and Dirk can't run up and down the floor quite as well. Uh, and on this slate, you know, they're playing up in pace against Orlando. Uh, I would ignore the last box score where you saw him only play 14 minutes. Right. I think he plays closer to 25 in this one. Okay. So, again, Heath's lineup, Russell Westbrook. I'm actually going to fill it out now. Scal, I'll just say Scal. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Shabazz Napier, <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, CJ McCollum, Josh Richardson, Evan Turner, Scal, Dwight Powell, and Hassan Whiteside. Now, the alternative to Scal, Powell, and Whiteside is Ibaka... Um, who is your center again? Valanciunas. And then we'd need like a Zach Randolph or something. So which, which trio do you like better? Scal, Powell, and Whiteside? Or Ibaka, Valanciunas, and let's say your choice of Zach Randolph, Dirk Nowitzki, or Alpha Rucamino, or anyone beyond that? Here, here's my issue. I like the idea of going Ibaka and Jonas. In the same lineup. Mm-hmm. I can't see a place to upgrade from Dwight Powell. There's not somebody I would rather have. I, I'm not excited about playing Zebo tonight. I don't want to play Dirk tonight. Yeah. Okay. So am I just, I don't know. It's, it's difficult. I think I'd stick with what I had. I think Mike would probably play Ibaka and Jonas, but then he's got $1,200 to, to decide where to spend. All right. So I'll go with Heath's lineup then, which is Scal, Powell, and Whiteside in the front court, uh, along with Josh Richardson and Evan Turner. And then in the back court, Russell Wellsbrook, Shabazz, Shabazz Napier, DeMar DeRozan, and CJ, CJ McCollum. We have entered it. Now, <clears throat> again, uh, this is a 50-50. This is a cash game on FanDuel. Uh, everything's going to change. Make sure you check the news before tip-off. Look for injury reports. We don't want to guarantee this lineup necessarily, and this is why – you have to check Mike McClure's optimal lineup on sportsline.com 
Mike is going to give you great advice, and things what will change. What we're really hoping is that power forward value emerges about 630. Yes. Like a definitive power forward value. Like Zach Randolph ruled out tonight. That would be would a be fine beautiful. tweet. Yes. <laughs> okay, how do you feel about – you like Buddy Heald, right? Do you like uh, Scal, Scal or Buddy Heald or Evan Turner? You can have any of the three. Turner. Mike? Um, Turner, but depending on where you're using him and what spot, uh, I like Fred Van Vliet also. Uh, I think you're talking about DraftKings right now. I am, yeah. I also have Ellington, <laughs> uh, Al Aminu, Larry Nance Jr. Nance is another guy in that same Scal Powell conversation that, but I, I like him the third of those three, so. Okay. So let's go with, uh, who the hell did you guys tell me to use? Evan Turner? Uh, okay, we'll go, we'll go with Buddy Hield. Why not? He's the most expensive. So here's the DraftKings lineup. Westbrook, DeRozan, Richardson, Ibaka, Powell, Napier, Hield, and DeLon Wright. Is that a winner to you or do we need to make some changes? Westbrook, I think it looks good. Westbrook, DeRozan. I, I think it looks good. Alright, Richardson, Ibaka, Powell, Napier, Buddy Hield, and DeLon Wright. Okay, we have entered it. Good stuff. Now we're not gonna have Mike share his lineups, cause that's, you know, that's what you're, that's what you're paying for on Sportsline. And he is right. the guy that you, you know, not to take away, Heath obviously does a lot of this, but Mike you're is- You're taking the, away from me. No, I'm not. I feel slighted. I am not. Please don't. Um, we're gonna give you lineups and hopefully they're gonna win. I, in our rehearsals we've done pretty well. So, for what that's worth, and Heath is very experienced, he does a bunch of lineups every night. So I don't wanna take away from Heath, but behind the paywall we got, uh, Mike McClure's lineup, so he's not going to give lineups. He's just going to give help on the podcast. Is there anything else that you want to cover? I think we've, you know, we've done a pretty thorough job. Anything else, guys? I, I think we like it's a, it's a short, short slate. Right. It should be a short, short show. Okay, yeah. I'm totally fine with that. I will say that I've gotten a head start on football. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure have. Looking forward to that. The eight game slate. It's pretty good. I got I've got a lineup right now, but we'll see how we like. It. I got Trey Burton at tight end. Trey Ooh. Burton, so I could get uh, Le'Veon Bell in there. Is it an eight game slate? I don't think so. I, I think, think it's an eight team slate. Eight teams, four games. I said eight. Uh, I said eight games. Yes, four games. My bad. Uh, no, they expanded the playoffs this week. You didn't get the memo. No, I think that'd be great. So the Chiefs get to keep playing. <laughs> yeah, it was a press release. All right, so we'll talk football later this week. Uh, but tomorrow we'll be back with another NBA slate. And that's it for today's DFS podcast. Go win some money. Tell your friends. Subscribe to our show and help us grow. Thanks, everybody, for Heath and for Mike. I'm Adam. We'll talk to you later.